Box.com here where we help you with your money. And we're going to be checking out this video called The Power of Dividend Investing, The Snowball Effect by Dividend Data. So I thought this would be a really interesting video to probably check out because here's the thing. Dividends, depending on how much you get back and how much money you actually have in some of these dividend stocks or dividend funds and all that kind of stuff, you could, technically speaking, live a really nice life or at the bare minimum, financially retire early because you're able to cover all of your expenses due to the dividends that are basically getting pooped out by all these stocks. So uh, let's check out this video and let's get into it. The strategy of dividend investing has a large compounding effect, especially when dividends are being reinvested back into your holdings. In this video, I'm going to demonstrate this effect through modeling 25 years of dividend reinvestment. By the way, there is one big issue about dividend, uh, dividend investing, right? Depending on the stocks that you pick, if you were to go the single stock route, you could technically lose all the money that you put into that dividend stock because that stock, if it is, if it's an individual stock, could just crash and lose all of its value, technically speaking. By the way, I already like how this guy is making his video. Pretty well done. <laughs> Imagine being able to like just practically lay down on like millions of dollars. Like that'd be so cool. Just for the giggles. My name is Zach and you should leave a like and subscribe to the channel if you enjoy the video. Today yeah, you guys should also, if you stumble upon this video, you should definitely go check out his video and show him support. I want to show you if you like what he says and if you enjoy it. The real power of dividend investing, which can only be revealed on a long time scale. The reason for me showing this is because people often get discouraged or frustrated by a lack of early results in their investments. So through using multiple examples and visualizations, I will show you how this snowball effect can be your path Interesting, sir. It looks like he has an Excel spreadsheet. Interesting. I'm going to base it off one of my favorite investments, 3M. This dividend-paying stock has had 61 years of consecutive dividend growth. And is now, that is really good. It's currently my top holding in my long-term dividend stock portfolio. If you'd like to see more information about 3M, then check out the video I made reviewing the stock. The link is in the description. To make this model, I took the historical statistics of the stock and projected them forward over the next 25 years. I used the compounding. So the dividend growth summary, one-year growth rate TTM, 5.88%. Three-year growth rate CHGR, 9.06%. Five-year growth rate, 10.99%. Ten-year growth rate, 10.94%. Years of growth, 61 years. I mean, that is really good. Pretty much 
like the majority of the time the dividend has basically always increased, which is really amazing. Like that's really rare to actually see in a dividend stock. The annual growth rate of the dividend based on the last five years, which is ten point nine nine percent, and the compound annual. So three M Co. Blah blah blah. So the stock price when he made this video is one fifty four point six seven. Interesting. Growth rate of the stock price based on the last ten years, which is seven point five percent, and projected these rates forward. First, let's look at how a one-time investment of one thousand dollars will perform over twenty-five years. In the end, we have a total value of twenty-three thousand seven hundred eighty-nine dollars when reinvesting dividends, and six thousand four hundred forty-two dollars when not reinvesting dividends. Which, by the way. If you could not touch the money that ends up getting pooped out by these dividend stocks or funds that poop out a dividend, definitely reinvest that money back into your investment. Because the reality is that technically you do not want to actually touch that money because you want to grow your portfolio over time. The only problem is is that if you need those dividends to actually survive, that's where you get into a situation where like, okay, how much money do you need in there to reliably and consistently actually make a full-time living that pays for all of your expenses in these sort of uh, stocks? This is a massive difference at $17,346. It should be noted that although the total value is much lower, you would receive all the dividend payouts, which amounts to $4,293. So in totality, you earned $10,736, which is still under half the value you would have had if you reinvested the dividends. The reasoning for this is that you're buying more shares of the stock with your dividend, which then increases your next dividend payout, increasing the amount of shares you can buy next, thus increasing your payouts even more, creating a snowball effect that compounds over time. Like another way to actually look at this, right, is like, let's say that you owe debt on a credit card, right? And let's say that you owe like, I don't know, like $100 on that credit card, right? But you end up getting charged like a 20% rate because, you know, they're like legal loan sharks, okay? You're going to owe them 20 bucks each time, right? And that adds up over and over and over, right? Because if you don't pay it on time, if you're late, all that kind of stuff, right? So instead of $100, now you owe 120 plus interest. Now it's 140 plus interest, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it keeps adding up and adding up and adding up over and over and over. And this is where you could end up having someone who initially had like a $5,000 credit card balance or debt, right? To now they have like over thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars because of the interest. So, all this like snowball effect, in a sense. By the end of 25 years, if you reinvest your dividends, you will be receiving $1,620 annually in dividends. This means you'll receive 162% of your initial investment in just your annual payment. And by the way, the only, like, the biggest problem that I see with dividend stocks and dividend investing is that, yes, it is viable, 
but the amount of money that you really need to do it in a safe way is immense. We're like you need a lot of money in dividend stocks to actually pay for your expenses. At this point, you can continue reinvesting your dividends and see even more massive growth than before, or start taking out the payments and using them for personal expenses. Even if you stop reinvesting at this point, your payout will still continue to grow as the dividend is increased over time. So the earlier you can start investing and capitalize on this reinvestment time, the better your results will be. So that's what would happen on a small scale if you just did a one-time investment of $1,000, and it's pretty impressive. But what would your results be if you had a more comprehensive investing strategy? Let's look at how investing $1,000 every month... Okay, so $1,000 every month for... Over the next 25 years... 25 years, okay. ...change the results. This means that over the period of 25 years, you would have invested a total of $300,000. 300, okay. By the end of the period, we have a total value of $2.3 million when reinvesting dividends and 877000 when not reinvesting dividends. This is a crazy difference of $1.4 million between the two strategies. And the thing is, like, this isn't really that much different than basically doing a simple index fund of like the S&P 500 that also provides a dividend as well. Right, so that's another way to really look at it too, where you could be even more conservative, like safe in quotes with your money, and still basically end with a similar result. Now again, to be fair, you would receive four hundred seventy-nine thousand five hundred twenty-four dollars in dividends during this time if you don't reinvest, giving you a total of one point three million dollars. Which is a basically what one million dollar difference like that's massive but this is still over a million dollars less than if you had reinvested your dividends however the most important factor is the dividend income that you'll be receiving by the end of the 25 years you'll be receiving $157,000 in annual dividend income when you reinvest your dividends this is 52% of your total dollars invested just from one year's dividends if you hadn't reinvested then you would only have $62,000 in annual dividend income which is 20% of the dollar you invested in total and see hold on let's get back right here uh so these two numbers are actually very important to actually uh pay attention to and i really like how he did this how he did this setup like for example this is an awesome yearly income the hundred and fifty seven thousand one hundred and fifty one dollars and eight cents right but you also gotta keep in mind that's without ever taking any money out that you put in, right, initially for the 25 years, right? So for 25 years, you did not collect a single dividend into your account, like into your bank account to actually spend money with it, okay? Like that sucks, right? Because obviously we're trying to grow your account as big as possible so that when you do end up starting getting dividends, yeah, you have a big fund that you could basically live off of, right? So, at retirement age, after the 25 years, whatever, that would be a lovely income. But you also got to be basically living a life where your expenses are taken care of to where you wouldn't need 
this dividend, where you wouldn't need taking any dividends out, right? Now, this other one, where you're, like, if you did take out the dividends, which is the 400 and something thousand dollars, and you got, at this point in retirement, $62,098.28, that's still really awesome. Like, that's still a really good amount of income per year, depending on your expenses, right? Because if you're at, like, retirement age and you got basically everything paid off, no debt, your expenses your expenses are basically roughly the same, you may or may not have Social Security at that point because who knows if that's still going to exist at that point. $62,098.28 should be enough for you to live a very comfortable slash really good life. But that's really only if you have no debt and your expenses basically are pretty much the same every month, right? If you don't have like a good handle on personal finance, it's probably not going to be enough for you. So that's something to keep in mind as well. But both are still technically good incomes. That is a really massive difference. But again, you also got to keep in mind too, how many people are actually going to be consistent enough to actually do this every single month? How many people are actually going to be strong-willed enough to not take out the dividends, right? How many people are actually living a certain lifestyle where they could not touch the money? The majority of the time. This is also kind of like hoping that nothing ever goes wrong in your life to where you need to take out all the money from your investments, right? So that's something to keep in mind too. I do think that dividend investing could be viable more so if you focus in like an index fund. Right, Because it's a little bit safer, you're pretty much always guaranteed to get some sort of dividend, and it's going to keep growing over time and over time and over time. By the way, his example, right, that he's using in this video, how many people can legitimately, consistently put $1,000 per month toward their dividend stock investments, right? Like, that's also a problem that, you know, people need to face too, 
right? Because the reality is that a lot of people do not have the excess cash to be able to do something like that. Like, that is the sad reality. Now, here's the thing. If you do have excess cash, I don't really see anything wrong with getting involved into dividend stocks like this. I don't see there's anything wrong with it. But for the majority of people, you just don't have enough money. Like, that's the sad reality. So there's really only two things that you're able to do to really get to the point where you could do something like this, where this is actually viable for you. You have to decrease your expenses to give you the margin to be able to put more money towards dividend stock investing, or you got to create more income, active income, to be able to do something like this, right? So you could technically work like another job or a part-time job or start a side hustle or whatever to get this extra cash per month to be able to do something like this. Or the third option, which is what I would recommend, is cutting your expenses and increasing your income to give you the most margin possible so that you could do something like this while still having even more margin to actually like live a life, right? So, something to really think about too. Over time, the gap between reinvesting and not reinvesting only gets larger. So the earlier you start investing, the more powerfully you'll experience the snowball effect of dividend investing. Thank you for watching the 10th video of Dividend Data. I'd greatly appreciate if you could... I do like how he did this video. It was a pretty good video. Props to him. If someone stumbles upon this video, go check out this channel called Dividend Data. I thought it was a really nice video that he did. And again, there's nothing wrong with dividend investing. But if you're purely focused on individual stocks and you pick wrong, it could end really badly for you. Like that's something to really keep in mind. And also, you got to have the margin to be able to even do something like this. Like if you have a whole bunch of debt payments like credit card bills, car loan payments, mortgages, all that sort of stuff, right? Personal loans, private loans, student loans. You're not going to really have the margin to do something like this. So, what I recommend is you getting out of debt first and foremost, so that you could create more margin to be able to actually do something like this. If you want to learn how to get out of debt, go to 40inbox.com. Stay tuned for more financial commentary videos.